Hallelujah and God bless to each and every one of you today. During the pandemic, um, let us all read and hear the word of God from Psalm 91 in order for us to seek shelter and peace under the wings of the Almighty God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. This week's message comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 18. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy, mother, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ, not with eye service, as men-pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord, and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And ye masters, do the same things unto them, forbearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respect of person with him. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, 
against spiritual wicked, wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for your word today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every listener of your message today. Receive wisdom and understanding of your truth. Open their understanding so that they may receive your spirit of knowledge and revelation. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, this week, I would like to deliver the message messages on three themes. First, the commandments and rewards given among people. Second, the power of Christian, the power of Christian in the whole armor of God. And lastly, what kind of person receives answer from God through prayer? Last week, we shared in detail of the commandments given between wife and husband at home. It's a very important commandment for Christians because prayer is not to be blocked because of broken peace in the family without the order in Christ. Let's look at the first. The commandment given to us today is for the children to honor their parents in the Lord. It is the commandment for children to honor their father and mother as the first promised commandment. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 3, uh, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. The first four of the Ten Commandments are commandments without any promises given, but the fifth commandment is the first one with promises. According to Exodus 20 verse 12, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Holy Spirit testifies the saying in the Lord through Apostle Paul. But the Jews were told by the law to honor their parents unconditionally and said, Thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. However, the devil deceives young educated people, fooling them this commandment with promise as a nonsense and one unworthy to be kept. Apostle Paul testified of the Spirit working in the unsaved. If we turn to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, 
according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. When about 5,000 men were starving for three days, Jesus asked his disciples to give them something to eat, but they did not understand what he meant. Then a child who heard the word of the Lord gave five loaves of bread and two fishes to the Lord. Then they saw the miracle of feeding tens of thousands of people, leaving over twelve basketful afterwards. Through the obedience of a child, Jesus made such a miracle. If any child believes of the first promised commandment the, and honor his parents, he is definitely able to have the promise of God through the power of God. Modern education system teaches young men and women how to achieve financial success as well as long life through scientific methods, making them totally ignorant of God's blessings. This is the devil's way of seducing the world. The other two commandments pertaining to people are those for which no promises are given, but when these are done, they can please God and have peace with their neighbors. However, because of failing to keep these commandments, there is no peace between parents and children at home, and between employers and employees, and there have been struggles in one another. Secondly, Apostle Paul testified very firmly of the whole armor of God for the born-again Christians to put on so that they may be able to withstand the scheme of the devil through the spiritual powers. In order to resist the devil's scheme, we must not lie down or sit down, but we must withstand spiritually. Then we need to realize how the devil is deceiving the Christians these days. In the ancient Middle Ages, under the Roman Catholic Church, the devil used his church to prevent anyone from holding or reading the Bible so that no one could wear the whole armor of God, which in turn killing Christians recklessly and preventing them from standing against the devil. Today, the devil is subtly changing his tactics so that the children of God will not withstand against him. These days, the devil allows people to believe the existence of God, Jesus, and even his own existence, and gives them freedom to go to church every Sunday to worship and participate in all kinds of religious events. But the devil prevents them from hearing the gospel to have no chance to be born again by the Holy Spirit and encourages, encourages to build megachurches so that most of them remain just religious without a personal relationship with Christ, ultimately leading them into hell with the devil himself. In order to carry out his tactics successfully, the devil has made most of the seminaries to be affected by the doctrine of the Roman Catholic Church, so that the students could not realize the gospel of Christ and that they are brainwashed with all kinds of philosophical theology 
and liberal theology. They are ordained to be pastors to stand on the pulpit of the churches. Unlike an infantry in the army, they learn various forms of administ administration so that they cannot fight against the devil. They produce religious people for them to end up in hell with the devil. However, Timothy, a pastor who graduated from the Bible school established by Apostle Paul, withstood against the tactics of the devil and became a soldier of Christ to fight against the principalities, the power, and the rulers of the darkness of the world and the evil spirits in high places. He became a soldier of Christ who won the souls by following Christ Jesus, the captain wearing the full armor of God. To Timothy, Apostle Paul testified of the life of a soldier of Christ. Second Timothy chapter 2 verses 3 and 4 he said, Therefore, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, endure suffering. No one who goes into war is bound to the things of this life, so that he may please those who have chosen him as a soldier. Christians who have become children of God by being regenerated by the Holy Spirit must wear the full armor of God. This is because the devil makes all kinds of attacks to prevent the regenerated Christians from fighting and winning against them and taking away the souls that are in the hands of the devil. However, religious people are actually children of the devil. So even if they don't wear the full armor of God, the devil never bothers them to make them live comfortably while heading straight into hell. However, all Christians who oppose the devil wearing the full armor of God are to be persecuted. Yea, and all that we live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12 Therefore the soldiers of Christ should wear the armor defensively and offensively. They must be armed with the loin of truth for defense. All the words of God are truth. Also, there is only truth nothing but the truth in the words of God. We must wear a loin with the truth to exert our spiritual strength. The breastplate of righteousness must be clothed with righteous life on top of the righteousness of God. Also, just as offense is the best defense, we must always wear the shoes of the gospel of peace to be ready to win souls from the hands of the devil in season or out of season. The shield of faith must be prepared to block the fiery arrows of the devil by faith. Through the various things the devil weakens and insults Christians and makes them depressed by poverty and uses his people to persecute them. Sometimes the devil pushes them in the midst of trouble. However, in spite of all of this, we must have faith and resist the devil. Also, we must wear the helmet of salvation. Apostle Paul testified of the helmet of salvation in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, 
the hope of salvation. Lastly, we must always prepare the sword of the Holy Spirit, that is the sword of God, to attack the devil. We must attack the devil by swinging the sword. The English word for sword has a spiritual meaning. The word sword, S-W-O-R-D, the first letter S, which means the Holy Spirit is attacked, attached to the word. When we wield the word with the power of the Holy Spirit, the devil will run away. The last thing to wear in the full armor is to pray in the Holy Spirit by prayer and supplication. And for this purpose, we must be awake with all kindness and supplication for all the saints. We can find out what kind of Christians can have a life of prayer and supplication by examining, examining the structure of the tabernacle, the most holy place. Through the four gates, which is the, through the four gospels, saved by believing in Christ who died at the altar, is to enter the most high place after being washed with water by the word into the most high place, anointed through the lights of the Holy Spirit to eat the word and pray before the instance of God's presence at the entrance to the holy place. However, Christians who have been saved but have not entered the most holy place and who are not anointed by the Holy Spirit can only pray for what they need. However, for Christians who enter the most holy place are able to pray patiently for all saints. It is because there is nothing but the Lord as well as the saints without the presence of the world within the most high place. Before we close out today's message, I'd like to ask you one question. Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Did you know it is a sin not believing in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ? John 16 verse 9 says, Of sin, because they believe not on me. And then Romans 3 Verses 23 and 24, For all have sinned, this is all, everyone, and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And lastly, about sin, Romans 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Picture this, there are two books in front of you, one has your name on it, inside of your book is filled with 13 sins listed in Mark chapter 7. Inside the other book are clean pages, not a single spot or mark. That book belongs to Jesus Christ. He switched the names of the two books. Your book is now spotless, but the book of Jesus Christ contains all of your sins. This is basically what blood atonement of Jesus Christ is. 
If we look in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He did that for all of us, even you. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you more than you know. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by His grace you'll receive salvation of your soul. First, we must know what the gospel is. And this is the gospel according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is the, these are the first four verses in that chapter. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And also remember this, that we are saved by grace, which is a free gift from God. It's not what we do that gets us saved. According to Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith and that none of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. And if we look in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation now as we talked about being religious earlier I'm not telling you to get religious the salvation from Jesus is one on one personal relationship this is between you and him Hell is real. Doesn't matter what school taught you. Hell is real according to the Bible. And Jesus definitely don't want you ending up in there. The judgment is same whether you deny his blood atonement today or you make an excuse of saying, I didn't know or I never heard the gospel. Well, you heard it today. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll go ahead and start. You can pause it, write it down, and you can repeat it, whatever make, makes it easier for you. So here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to share some good news before we 
and today's message. Um, got some good news from our listeners from afar. One is about how they are thankful for hearing the sinner's prayer in order to receive salvation. The sinner's prayer we just did. Um, to receive salvation through Christ. Another is from someone who recently heard our podcast and told me it's been a very long time since preaching about hell was heard. Praise the Lord. That's a good news. Those are some good news I want to hear. As we all know, due to the conditions of ongoing pandemic, churches are kept from gathering and the gospel of Christ is kept from being heard to save the lost souls. However, I am ever thankful for the Lord's never-ending wisdom to work through a sinner like me to testify God's word across internet platforms. We'll end it here today. Um, thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you, dear friend. And do please share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Episodes such as today's, uh, you may need to hear them more than once. Perhaps twice, or several times. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. Also, more episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.